Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. And just as the critics would have you believe, it is the worst train wreck since the Holocaust. The Holocaust was a train wreck. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, no. Okay, so we did. We we saw um, Suicide Squad in IMAX 3D. IMAX 3D. Because there's uh, no way you can see it in IMAX. Yeah, but they don't have a non 3D version. Fucking stupid. Which, okay, no one's listening, but for, for petitioning sake's purpose, right now, IMAX non 3D, they can do alternating movies where one's 3D and one's not. Exactly, it drives me insane. There's just, absolutely no reason it had to be th- one. The movie there was no call for it, anyways. Yeah. Um, but in any case, we saw it opening night. We did, and uh, we're just now being able to get together, talk about it, and we thought it'd be a good time because. Uh, the weekend's over. Most people who've seen it, uh, who are going to see it, have seen it. So we avoid spoilers. That so, way. but just in case nobody's seen, it, somebody hasn't seen it yet. Out of the this three whole episode's a big spoiler. Huge spoiler. Don't alert. listen to this. We're not going to say. We won't say spoiler alert after this next time. We're getting ready to say it here on one, two, three. Spoiler, spoiler alert. John, Jake, kick us off with our your opinion. Um. Fuck Marvel? No. <laughs> no, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that again. Oh, man. Um, no, uh, Suicide Squad was was a fun fucking movie. Yeah. It, it, it's not a good movie. It was a fun mess. Because, I mean, when we've talked about it already a little bit, but the script and the plot line is all over the fucking place, and it doesn't really make sense sometimes. Yeah. But it's fucking fun. Like, the humor and the action are great. That's all I care about. And the chemistry between the the, the characters are awesome. Yeah. Personally, Deadshot, Harley Quinn was awesome. I never would have expected that oh, yeah, in my life. <laughs> well, you know what, though? Uh, it's not the first time they've been in a movie together. Right. Uh, Will Smith and Margot Robbie both starred in the movie Focus. Yes. Taylor Witch. That's the con uh, movie, right? Yes. Which is not a terrible movie. I want to see it. I mean, it, I mean, it only works because uh, fucking Will Smith and Margot Robbie are super charming together. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's an okay movie and their chemistry is even better in this movie. Um, Gorgeous, yeah, Lord, yes. Um, and Margot Robbie's pretty good too. Yeah, she, she's not too bad. Dead ass though. <laughs> I, I've been one, and I, I and I've been saying a lot more recently because seeing the trailer for Suicide Squad, uh, I am not one uh, for the over sexualization of Harley Quinn. Um, it kind of irritates me a little bit because I love the character so much. Ever since I was a kid, when it was created, when she yeah. was created on Batman the animated series, I've I've been with her since her inception. Fully clothed. When she's fully clothed, head <laughs> more, to toe, more than fully clothed. Yeah, it, it, and I see what they've done to her now, and I guess I get what they're trying to do. Yeah, I mean to be fair, her out there was an out there was a comic book series when her outfit was like that. So. And I think it was Absolute. a Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad version comic book. Well, version, absolutely, but. yeah. But, but in the comics, I mean, her original outfit was always the gesture outfit. And I'm not yeah. saying she had to stick to that, but uh, she shows her titties an awful lot and her ass. And it, I mean, it bothers every female character in the uh, in any comic book. It's overdone. It's kind of feeding that stereotype yeah. of, uh, you know, geeks don't see women like that. So that's the only women they get to see. It's fucking silly but that being said holy shit was she hot in this movie yeah and and she pulled the character off alone oh my like, god not yes. even just a sex appeal but she pulled the character off perfectly absolutely the, the accent fell off a couple times but nothing that I couldn't notice like it was yeah. not a big deal um, but she played the character well she even when she was 
Doctor Quinzel. She did great. Oh, yeah. very small scene, but I mean, it was fun. Uh, I was I was really hoping for a couple more Mister J's, but I can deal. Like yeah, she should say pudding a lot, though, pudding, which I is just, fine. I, I like that. that. That was I fun. Know. I like Mister J. Here's the thing, though. We never thought. I never thought there would be a day whenever we'd see Harley Quinn. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So just the fact that we got to hear Puddin or Mr. Puddin. J even once Mr. J. makes me so happy. Um, yeah, the movie, yeah, it's got its, it's definitely got its flaws, and mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, yeah, and I thought about it, and I thought it at the time, but I'm, I'm more strong in my opinion of it that it is one of the worst plots ever. Oh yeah, it's out, it's up there easily. Not in the comic books, in, in general movies, yeah. Uh, it's so weak. Yeah, it's it's and the it, villain's weak. Like I hate to say it because, and here's the thing, uh, I'm sorry, Cara Delevingne is not an actress. I uh, yes, she played in Paper Towns. I get it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not she, saying she was awful in it either. She she was the weakest link in the movie oh, absolutely. for me. Um, because uh, holy shit, her all the Enchantress did was gyrate. And then the CG took over. Yeah. That was it. So, so speaking of, of plot holes, my biggest one is with the villain. Is, is they did all this research about this character or this person in their, in their world about her heart and about this, the, the character and like, oh, she was, she was this and this is how you control her and all this stuff. They didn't once see that she had a brother. Yeah, it's the and didn't want to like focus on that because like, I maybe me, we should maybe we to should. me like if she's that dangerous if she has a brother, even if he's gone, quote unquote. Sorry, you can't see quotes. Um, wouldn't you want to know who he was, what he's doing, what he's capable of, just in case? Exactly. It's... Like there was just no mention about a brother, and then the brother. And then also, <laughs> didn't they come out of the same statue? Is I that, guess. Was that the I don't same know. statue? Was it, it? It looked like it was. I don't know if they had twin statues, but I don't remember seeing a second statue. Yeah, I don't either. Maybe not. I don't remember. Uh, but in any case, yeah, that was... Uh, it was one, Enchantress, Enchantress <laughs> was a weak character in general. Um, and I, Yeah, I've never really... I, I'm not too knowledgeable on the character, but as far as I could tell, a lot of people were surprised she was even a part of this. It was surprising to me. Because I saw her and I was like, is that supposed to, who's that supposed to be? Yeah. And someone was like, it's Enchantress. I was like, oh, okay. Right, <laughs> if you I say guess. so. I don't know but, why uh, she's in it, to be fair, but whatever. I, 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 this is the gist of what happens. She's pissed off because Amanda Waller is controlling her. And as a way to get revenge, she um, resurrects her brother, uh, the CG monster, I, I, I like to say. And and there's no explanation. Go ahead, sorry. But uh, the CG monster of her brother, yeah. they decide, uh, he asks her what year it is and she says it's farther in the future than they were and yeah i'm like okay and uh she says um that the humans no longer worship them they worship machines so she will create this is a quote she will create a machine yes to kill the humans yes they worship and that is it yeah that's that's her plot line a machine, not even describing what this machine will do, how she's going to create it, or well, he's he's going to help her. Yeah. Okay. That's that's <laughs> this is deep into it as they get. And then you know well, what you happens after this machine. You know what happens after that? They make a machine 
that picks up shit from the ground. Trash, like just debris. Just garbage and shit off the ground and creates a circle and then clouds yeah. come out and spread over the world. I, it doesn't make any fucking sense. There's no explanation. None. You know what other explanations void and gone but, forever? Okay, so, so if you've seen the movie, the scene where she teleports... To go resurrect her brother, uh-huh. or after he's after he's been resurrected, she teleports to go see her brother. She asks him to save her before she, Waller kills her. How the fuck does he save her? No clue. Doesn't make any sense. There's None. no explanation. There's no like. They have her. She heart. stabs the heart. And my thing is, at the very end, he crushes the heart. It's over. She stabs the crap out of that thing. Yeah. To me. I would have just went ahead and destroyed it. If you lost control of this crazy creature thing. And talk about weak stabs. Those are some weak. Yeah, it was like. Eh, 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 it's eh, just eh. little like. It just pricks into the heart. <laughs> but, but yeah. Seriously, like, like to me, if I'm Amanda Waller and she's cold hearted. If we lose an asset. You're going to that crush dangerous, it. Like, you know, it's not doing anything anymore. Your next step is gone blow it up destroy it whatever what no, yeah she, no she just stabs it a few times <laughs> and, and then puts it back in the briefcase and then her, like, oh well we lost her <sighs> and then her brother which doesn't get a name it's her brother uh-huh. and that's the end of it they they somebody online found an equivalent character but there's no real name though there's a name to him but there's no confirmation as that's who it is right um, but apparently, I mean, there's in the character's history, there's some incest in there, and yeah. maybe uh, DC didn't want to put that in there. Um, but That's fair. Uh, yeah, I get it. I'm I'm fine. It's not Game of Thrones. But it's. Um, but yeah, the, the, yeah. I don't get how her brother shaved her. They don't explain it. it he he literally just, just puts his hand over her heart, and she gets a new where her heart should supposed to be, and it, like clears away all that for some reason. Yeah, why is she all of a sudden... What did he do to unless, clear her up and give unless, her an outfit? I mean, he was absorbing all those souls earlier from the subway and he gave her some? I don't know. Maybe? <laughs> again, no explanation. Not a lot of explanation so, there. So, again, not the strongest story. <laughs> no, weak, weak fucking story. Really not flimsy, very, very non-existent. Yeah. Very weak character plot lines. Uh, for, for almost all of them, honestly. Like, the character development's not very good. They, they build a couple of them up at the beginning. Like, Deadshot's good. His character development's great. Yeah. Um, Harley Quinn's is pretty good. Sort of. Because it's just really her and Joker Could have so. done better, but yeah. Um, and then uh, Boomerangs was gone. Non-existent. Yeah, he, yeah he's um, a villain of The Flash, and that's about as Tana's had no story back. No, which back is... Story. Well, the only backstory we get is her talking to her brother. Well, not that. And and Rick, Flag, Rick Flag explains. Yeah. But that's it. He's just... It's literally just... He's dumping exposition at that point. And that, yeah, that's it. But, I mean, and uh, Croc doesn't really have a backstory. Well, you know, Diablo gets a pretty he, Yeah, Diablo backstory. actually gets a pretty good backstory. And he's a cool character, actually. I enjoyed I him like quite him. a bit. I did like him. Um, Croc doesn't get shit. Nope. Which is a shame. But... You can't do all of them. We've seen Killer Croc in live action. He will be in future ones, so... Yeah. I, I, I'm accepting to that. What I'm accepting with stuff like that, with the backstories of characters and developing them, um, you didn't really have to. You just had to introduce the characters in this movie. And which sounds terrible, sounds like an excuse, but it's kind of what the purpose of the movie was, to introduce a bunch of new characters. Um, 
because they're just kicking off this universe. Now, people are going to say, well, Marvel, did this. they were able to introduce a bunch of new characters. Yes, but they introduced movie, uh, you know, characters uh, in, in separate movies. This, and these it, are all as villains. much as DC doesn't want to say it, they are playing catch up to, uh, oh, yeah. uh, to them. So, I don't imagine uh, uh, that... Uh, you can't pretend that they're not. That no, they are. They have to. I mean, they have to try and do something. They can't just... So they have to introduce a bunch of characters. And they, they're trying to pack in, you know, what, 10 years of of movies into a, a year or two. Yeah, which is a mistake. Yeah. They should just start and take it normal speed. Mm-hmm. Like, and the fans will be there. And, and this kind of leads me to one of the big problems I, I'm foreseeing is I really hope that Warner Brothers DC isn't aiming towards always releasing an ultimate, a quote-unquote ultimate edition. Yeah, that's got to... That because happen. if they do that with heard, Suicide Squad... Yeah, I will buy the shit out of it, but I will not be happy about it. Because it's going to start a trend, and I don't want that. Exactly. And that's the thing. There's a lot of scenes that were cut. Rumored, anyways, a lot of scenes. But even from watching the trailers to watching the movie, there were a lot of scenes cut. Yeah. Um, to the point there was one. There's one scene in it. Um, it's towards the end of the movie. Whenever uh, Joker saves Harley from the Suicide Squad, quote unquote, where he pulls her out of there, pulls her in the helicopter. Now, the way it goes down to the theatrical cut, the plane get the helicopter gets shot down. It's going down. Joker pushes her out to save her. In the version that was filmed and how it was originally cut together was. They're in the helicopter. They're talking about escaping together, and then Joker, for some reason, shoves her out of the, out of there to kill her. Hmm. And then the plane gets shot down. Yeah. So, what they were originally because there's also another scene where Harley, uh, for whatever reason, I, I, I'm not 100 percent sure why, because obviously it wasn't in the movie. She holds a gun to Joker's head. <clears throat> he sweet talks her. She takes the gun down. He backhands her. And then he sweet talks her again, and she gets all lovey dovey with him. They that's how the that's how the characters were in the comics. That's and how the, the relationship is. They're yeah. a, it's it, she has Stockholm syndrome like a motherfucker. Yeah, she does. And he is crazy abusive. Yeah, because I love that meme I saw. Yes, I like, saw some girl that was like, "It's like I want to love like Harley and Joker." No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. It's a terrible thing. He's 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 psychopathic. Well, it's like even in the, in the comics, and I can't remember which which comic, which continuity it is. Uh, she has a baby. Mm-hmm. She leaves the entire time for nine months. She's gone. When she comes back after having the baby and whatnot, she comes back and Joker. Had no clue she was gone. Didn't even notice it. Yeah. For nine months, he didn't notice. It, it speaks volumes about their relationship, and that's what I was hoping for in this movie. Now, I did enjoy seeing where that... See that the only person Joker really loves is Harley Quinn. It's kind of a cool twist on it. And they do a cool thing in her origin bit when whenever they whenever uh, he talks her into jumping into the pool of acid, the vat of acid at Ace Chemicals. Uh, he sweet talks her into doing it. Um, and then uh, she does it. Just She just falls back. She just falls back. No, no hesitation. And he starts to just turn and walk away and then you see him stop, kind of like roll his eyes and it's like it dawns on like fuck, I love her, 
and he takes his you know shirt off and dives in after her. It's cool scene. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Um, it's not the Joker and Harley that we're used to, and I see what they're doing. But the problem is, you can tell that scene whenever he pushes out a helicopter was cut all the fuck because mm-hmm. it did. Whenever it happened, I was like, "What the? Yeah, what just, just happened? Just everywhere." And the way she reacted to it was wasn't um, how you would react if it was out of love. I guess it was more like shock and surprise. She didn't know what was happening. Yeah. But uh, speaking of that, let's. I mean. Let's talk about the characters. Let's talk about the actors that did the jobs they did. Um, okay. Let's start with the obvious. Jared Leto. Yes. Ranking him on a scale from Romero to Ledger, where would you rank him? Oof. It's, oh, it's so hard. Um... We're talking cinematic, by the way. We're not talking overall because, honestly, top of the list forever and always is Mark Hamill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but but just as far as cinematic worlds, um, you know, it's rough. Um, just because of how the characters played, I'd probably put him underneath Ledger. Um, maybe another notch down, probably right there. Just because I like what he did with the character, but. I don't know. It's hard for me to get past not being normal Joker. Yeah. So so like. What but I, then again, Ledger's was never a normal Joker. He wasn't either. Yeah. He's normal Joker now. We expect that from him. Yeah. But yeah, I I would say, uh, and this is gonna be blasphemous that most people hear it. Uh, he was far and away better than Nicholson. Oh yeah. Um, most I'm sorry, I don't like Nichols. Absolutely that much. not, dude. I, I, I it bothers it's me so much. That so many people like just jerk off to that fucking no. version. I hate that version. No, I hate I hate the Burton verse. Period. See, I like the movies for the some. I don't part. I enjoy them. all. They're not good. The but only I enjoy thing, them. The only thing good out of them. Only fucking thing good out of them. Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Yeah. And the Batmobile. I like the Batmobile. Yeah, the Batmobile. Yeah. <laughs> I will say uh, that. It is the most impractical car ever. I like Michael Keaton. I don't. I, I never do. enjoyed That's it. Fine. I like Michael Keaton. I liked him as I Batman. don't like Michael Keaton as... Uh, I don't like Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. No. I thought he was, an, he was an okay Batman. Yeah, I liked him as Batman. Not not a very good Bruce Wayne. No. I could. I didn't believe him as Bruce Wayne at yeah. all. And then Val Kilmer was just shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, George Clooney had potential to be a great Bruce Wayne because that's what George Clooney is. Yeah, He's Bruce Wayne. Pretty much. So, but it, I mean, it just wasn't meant to be. But yeah. as far as Leto goes, um, yeah. it's hard. And see, it's the thing. It, yeah, I, and I, I asked the question, so I should have an answer to it myself. I would rank him above uh, Nicholson and put him below Ledger. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to rank those characters because they're, also different. they're so different. Version, there's so many different versions of the same character. I believe Leto's was closer, actually, to Cesar Romero's yeah. than it was to any other one. It had hints of Nicholson and a very tiny hint of Ledger. But to me, it was much closer to Cesar Romero, just a more maniacal version of yes, it. Yes, which I like. Um, um, I did enjoy that they made him more like a gangster. Yeah, I know, I I know it was cool. a lot of people didn't like that. I think Joey didn't like that. but I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. I it think it's a cool take. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's fun, but... I understand why people don't like it, and that's fine. I understand. I, get, I really yeah. do understand that because it's kind of hard to take in sometimes. But it you was have fun. to. I I don't know. It's it's you gotta take it with, with a grain of salt. It's such a weird 
version of the Joker. We're not used to it. And you do have to also, usually uh, you have to go into a movie like this, especially with a character like the Joker, you have to go into it with an open mind, first of all, but you have to accept that this version is probably not going to be the version that you're used to. No. Some people, the version they're used to is Heath Ledger's. You won't be happy with it. No. Um, it's so different. You know what I mean? If you're expecting exactly from the comic books, you're not going to get it. And that's kind of what they need to do with adaptation sometimes. Yes, it does need to be a little bit more faithful. And yes, they could have been a little bit more faithful to the character. Um, but the fact that he's a gangster isn't really that far left left to center. It's it, He was a gangster. He... he he his first initial thing, if memory serves, was taking out gangsters. So it would make sense that he takes over. Yeah. As, and they even say he's the king of Gotham and Harley Quinn's his queen, you don't fuck with the queen. And um which was cool, that was another thing, just Leto's voice, I I enjoyed it. I dig it. I um, got I got used to the at laugh. At first it made me it was weird because I I kept hearing like Dark Knight Batman growls. Yeah. Um, but it, it was subtle. And but it eventually goes time. away. Like, yeah. You stop noticing it so much. And, and he does these little, he has these twitches and, and, and um, growls and like literal growls. Not like his voice is love, growling. I love the, 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 what they do with the smiley face. Like, On they, his hand? Yeah. They didn't do like the big lipstick style lips makeup. I mean, he had the makeup on, but he didn't. But it wasn't obvious, and he had he had tattoos on his hand and on his arm to where he puts them up to his face to make. And I make love that, that. That was so good. That was so, so clever. And it's a completely different take. And I, and I said it from the word go. Is I had no problem with the tattoos or even yeah. the uh, I don't fucked really, up I don't teeth. like the grills. I've got no problem with it because one is different, and also to it's me fine. it tells a story. It's not what I, it's not what I expected out of him. But I, I understand. It's fine. It works. It's just, it's weird. And that's what you have to accept that this is the Joker for the movies now. Yeah, that's, that's it. There's no one. There's no turning back now. Yeah. So once you get used to it, you accept it. You can move forward in knowing kind of what to expect, and they can always evolve the character. Yeah. You know, it doesn't always have to stick like this. They can evolve from. From this version of it where he's... And I know... I don't know. I feel like they're trying to make it more grounded. Like, more realistic as much as you can with metahumans. But I feel like the characters, not all... Like, the metahumans are metahumans. They're, they're, they're crazy. But everyone else reacts accordingly. Like, that's insane. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Like, Joker doesn't have powers. He's just fucking insane. He's insane. So, he'll go he'll go at it with whoever. So it kind of like they they they're making these characters that are not superhero like not super powered more grounded in reality. That's what it feels like to me. Like Killer Croc, yes, he's got the the disease, like but he's not he's, but not, he's like not like 8 feet tall. He's not animated and, series Killer Croc. He, yeah. He looks more realistic with what you can do with that disease, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> He kind of reminds me of uh, in the um, Brian Azzarello, I believe it is, who did the Joker graphic novel. They had a version of Killer Croc in there where it was just a large guy who had a skin disease. Yeah. And he had he did have sharp teeth. It's kind of like that, but amped up. He does have very distinct crocodile skin. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that's what I feel like they tried to do is just put a little bit more in reality. And I think I, I only heard, I only saw one thing complain, one person complaining about this when I was going through different reviews, but people were complaining about the setting that most of the movie was set in Louisiana. And I was like, 
it really wasn't, but okay. But like when they're in Louisiana, I like it. I think it's fun. Like that kind of goes with the theme. <laughs> oh, oh, it was at the oh, beginning. Yeah, I was trying to think. The, I was trying to remember when it was in Louisiana, but I whenever in the it prison. goes with the theme, like with the beginning, like yeah, all the stuff going on is awesome. I loved it. And it's very it, it's stylistic, but there are times in the movie where it's like it's like okay, we get it. Yeah, you're not you're a different kind of uh, comic book movie. Yeah, it's something different. Um, but yeah, uh, Jared Leto, for my for my uh, on my opinion, he's a, he was a good Joker. Yeah. He has potential to be a great Joker. I'm excited to see what else they do with him. Yeah, if he had more time to shine, and I think it would have been different. I think people would have had a much better opinion. Which people, as far as I've heard. People didn't hate this version of the Joker. They enjoyed it. There were bits of it they didn't like, some they really loved, but they didn't hate it. They were like, it's good, which it is. It's good and has potential. This Jared Leto has potential to be a great Joker. Yeah. He has potential to be a better Joker than Heath Ledger was. Now, will he become that? Who knows? Uh, we'll maybe see in the solo Batman movie, but... Yeah. Um, moving on to other characters in the movie, uh, let's kick out kick out some of these quote unquote lesser ones. Okay, uh, Slipknot. <laughs> what a useless fucking character. Yeah, I feel so bad for Adam Beach. Yeah, the dude. Uh, for those who don't know, Adam Beach was in. Uh, for those who don't know, I am a gigantic Law and Order SVU fan. Yes, you are. And uh, Adam Beach was on there. He played uh, uh, Detective Lake. On there, um, I love that. I love that actor. He was also in Joe Dirt. Yeah. Um, is kicking wing. <laughs> uh, he he's a very entertaining guy. He's a very cool, very good actor. Um, and very entertaining. Uh, and I was excited when I saw him, and I was like, I was like, <laughs> oh, oh fucking hey, he wasn't mentioned. Yeah, but then as I'm watching the trailers, I'm like, he's not in the trailer an awful nope. lot. And then I'm sitting there thinking, I see the one part in the trailer where he's. Swinging up, oh, I'm like, ah, oh, they're gonna kill him, yeah. And that's exactly what they do. Now, there's apparently alternate cuts of the movie where they emphasize, like, it seems kind of with some of the cuts that they did, they were initially going for a rated R because, no. like, he apparently was emphasized, and, and like, that's what they said, emphasize that he was a serial rapist. And now, obviously, that I think the point of that was to be, you know, to make it less sympathetic so yeah. whenever they kill him you're like fuck him good yeah good he's gone um but that apparently that's in the version he was a serial rapist so it seems like nuts. originally they were going for that um but uh yeah i mean he doesn't last long adam beach is a fantastic actor um but he's just not in the movie very much and it's a dumb character he, yeah he climbs no it, he can climb anything yes. though i don't think you get it he can climb anything anything so fucking stupid. Like my mom's ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, literally, he's only in the movie to show that their threats aren't empty. Exactly. That's all it is. It's just to prove that, hey, we will kill you. It, it, I did like, uh, though, it was that Captain Boomerang was... Coaxed him into coaxed it. Coaxed him into it to t- <laughs> see if it was for real. Yeah. And whenever it happens, he's like, oh. Oh, okay. You know, was, and that's another character, I think. And a lot of people have been talking about how he, he's, he's a dumb character. I'm like, yeah, Captain Boomerang's a dumb character. Yeah. But Jai Courtney saw his opportunity, and he was like, I'm going to take this dumb character and make him fucking fun. He and amazing. he was a blast. And uh, and that's the thing. Jai Courtney uh, is not known for being fun. 
Yeah. If anything, he is known for being a fucking drag on a movie. Yeah. Uh, he played Kyle Reese in Terminator Genesis. He played uh, John McClane Jr. in uh, the Russian Die Hard movie. Uh, and in both cases, he was fucking awful. Yeah. Uh, he was just boring. And, it's, and, it's, and I'm not sure it's his fault. It's because they... It's like they write him to be, you a know, jock. yeah, like a jock, and the he, jock character. Like and it's like he doesn't uh, want to do it, but he does it because fuck, it's funny. Yeah, and also, I mean, who's gonna say no to Die Hard, and who's gonna say no to Terminator? Yeah, you're gonna say yeah, especially and, if you're just trying to get in. Like, and so when he get got Captain Boomerang, I was like, ah, oh, fuck me, it's gonna be terrible. He was, he was one of the most entertaining parts of he it. He was so fun. I love when he just, like, he, he leaves. Yeah. Just, <laughs> You're free to go. He leaves. He like, books pulse. it. Like, I'm out. <laughs> now, it does seem like there were some cut scenes in that part, too. Like, there's a reason he comes back. Yeah, he, there's he, apparently a reason. He shows up. But he does, he, he shows up just in time to do the slow-mo walk, which, to me, a lot of people were complaining about that, but for me, it kind of made it, it's, yeah, it's terribly cut, but it made it funnier. Yeah. Because he just, just he's there. He just wanted, he just showed up. Yeah, like just he, in time. Like he just went to go do something else. He's like, yeah, yeah okay, I'm back. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Jai Courtney, um, he he was entertaining. I was very happy with that. Yeah. I can't wait to see him in, in Flash movies. Yeah. Will he ever, do you think he will ever be a main villain? I hope, man. Honestly, I hope he's one of the main villains in one of the new Flash movies. That's it. But here's another. he's fun. This is the problem this movie has created, though. Do you really want to see Will Smith become... The main villain of a Batman movie, after you've seen him in this and you love him, yeah, not so much. You know what I mean? I don't want to see because I'm like, I kind of want Deadshot to win. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess the whole point of Suicide Squad too is these these villains are not so. I mean, they're still villains, but they're not so bad. Yeah, especially Deadshot. Like he really is just doing it for his family. Exactly, he's trying to. And that's why I was so worried about this movie. Anyways, is that I mean, Boomerang could easily go back and be a villain. Yeah, he yeah he works he's in it for the money. Harley Quinn can work as a villain still. Uh, Deadshot's the one I'm really really worried about. And um, I hope they don't because like even even in the comic books, like he's he's almost like Captain Cold, where he's he's a villain. He's a villain, but, but he's almost not really. Yeah, he's trying to help the city out. Or he's an anti-hero. Yeah, so. Yeah, Deadshot, not so much. I don't um, want them to do a Deadshot. Bat- Killer Croc could still work, but even then, by the end, I mean, you still, you kind of dig the character, and you're like, mm, well. I love I love that line. When Waller walked by, I like her. I like her. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, he's pretty funny, too. Yeah. yeah, I don't know who the actor is that played him. I can't remember. Um, I don't, uh, look it up. Eh, don't worry about it. It's not really important. Okay. Um, we don't have to do research for this show. Nobody listens. Um, I listen. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I listened um, to one episode. Did you? Did you really listen to a full mm-hmm. episode? I don't even do that. I edit it. Um. Uh, but Killer Croc, he he was um, he looked cool, kinda. There were some issues with him, but like his skin looked painted on his chest. You know, and up close, it didn't seem as like textured as I thought it would it still looked just painted on yeah wasn't really good effect he but he played the role pretty well I guess we didn't get a whole lot of detail behind who the character is we just know that he's Waylon Waylon Jones and uh and he has a skin disorder who I don't know I don't know how to pronounce his name I'm gonna butcher this real bad uh Adewale Ikenuye Abaje I recognize him 
Oh, that guy? He played in um, New York Undercover or something like that, if I remember correctly. Or not. No, he didn't. He played in something else. I know he was in Thor. That's why I recognize him. He played Push? Um, he may have. I'll check. Uh, now I want now I want you to do research. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Killer Croc, he was um, he was done okay. He looked fine. Uh, but yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of details of the character. I guess they're either waiting for another movie, or they just didn't care enough because they want to bust their Harley Joker Deadshot nut on, yeah, on this much. movie. Um. But yeah, so Killer Croc, okay. He was an Ace Ventura too. Didn't want to remember. Oh, he was. And Congo. Yep, okay, he's not the guy I was thinking of. New York Undercover. Oh, was he in that? Yeah. Fuck yes! One episode. <laughs> I don't know how you remember that. One episode in 95. Fuck yes. He was in Oz. That's what I recognize him from. Oh, really? I've never watched Oz. I've never watched it either. <laughs> you shut up. It's a lot of, a lot of fucking... Um, Mummy Returns. Born Identity. Okay. Lost. Oh, yeah, he was Echo. You watched Lost. No, I didn't. Yeah. I don't watch fads. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, Beyond Killer Croc, who else do we have in that list? Uh, I mean, we can hit Katana real quick because she wasn't in it much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Cool costume. She looks perfect. Like, as far looks as... Looks like, like Katana. Pulled from the comic book. She looks great. However... No backstory, uh, no real development. Um, they went with the non-English speaking Katana, which I'm okay with. That's fine. I mean, I, I can deal it with just that. gives her something else to play with. Where It's going to be really hard to put her in a movie yeah. by herself. Yeah, they probably will never do that. Right. Uh, I mean... Which is a shame because they could do a lot with Katana. Well, that's the only thing, too, is what movie are they going to put her in? Green Arrow. <laughs> yeah, the movie they're not making? Okay. Um, I mean, the closest thing you can do is put him, put her in Flash. Yeah, and that's that's a stretch. Yeah, you gotta give her a reason to be there. She's got to be. See, she 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 wouldn't even supposed to. Be, she shouldn't have been in Suicide Squad either. Yeah, she's not even. As far as I remember, she's not really a part of that at all. She's not, and she wasn't in the movie. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, she wasn't really a part of the movie. She was just there as bodyguard, bodyguard for Rick Flag, which uh, which she didn't do well. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> which Rick, did okay. Rick Flag, uh, Joel oh, McKinnon. He did fine. He was good. Boring. He was boring. The character was boring. It wasn't really him to me. It was the character. I felt like they were just like, hey, you love her. Don't die. Yeah. That's it what it was, felt like. Like It was just like. He was. Uh, and he was. The character. He played it fine. <clears throat> he had some entertaining parts to it. They, a really, lot of the time his face. His, like when he faced off with uh, Killer Croc in the cage. I thought that was kind of cool where he didn't. He wasn't afraid of him. And then. Yeah. It really showed a lot about the character. He wasn't afraid of Killer Croc. He wasn't afraid of Deadshot. Didn't I feel like he's one of those people who's just not afraid. Yeah, and I like that about it. And I think they can do a lot more with him. And I think that uh, the actor, I think I think it's Joel McKinnon or something like that. Joel Mc... Joel... Fuck, I can't remember. Joel something. Kinnerman. Kinnerman. Kinnerman? Connerman. Kinnerman. I think it's Kinnerman. Oh my god. He played on. Robocop. Move on. <laughs> he played Robocop, though, uh, in the reboot. Which was not a bad movie. I don't care what anybody fucking says. I, I, I had nothing against it. Um, Kinnaman, yeah. Kinnaman. Anyways, uh, he did a good job. I, I wasn't overly upset with his character, but yes, it was very boring, but I think that was more the character. Um, 
Amanda Waller. Viola Davis. Awesome. Fantastic. She was, I mean, like... She was Amanda Waller. She was Waller, 100%. Yeah. Like, I thought maybe she was a little too giving here and there. Uh, and then she just turned it. Yeah. And <laughs> the then next she, scene was just like... And then she killed all those shit. people. I was like, fuck. Um, yeah, like, she, like, threatened people in the military. And I was like... And she was absolutely not afraid of any anything. of the Suicide Squad. And I thought that was really cool. Or anybody. Yeah. Like, just, all right, what do you want? All the time she showed fear was whenever she was put up against uh, the Enchantress. Which and I that think was it's only had... after it was only after she had um, the Enchantress was already like surrounding her with her CG nonsense. Yeah. So I think that was the only time whenever it was her, she thought her death was imminent. Which um, I mean, yeah, that's scary. Yeah, that, that might that might do it. Um, who else would we have? Diablo. Diablo. Cool character. Yeah. I did not like his transformation at the end. I didn't like. I didn't like that they just threw away that he was a demigod. Yeah, he just threw it away like it was nothing. Like, oh, he has a vision. He he knew it. It's, no, what? You can't do that. You can't just throw that in there like it's nothing, and just toss it away. And then he becomes a Cause, giant skull. Because they could have like, he could have hinted that like I don't want to. Don't push me. I don't want to get to a point where I I get like I get angry to where a point like I'm blind like like a Hulk moment. And like I get so mad that I don't, I'm not myself. And like hint at that he transforms into something bigger. Yeah. And then when it happens at the end, you're like, shit. <laughs> there's literally no hint at it. No, there's, it there's just no push. happened. Yeah, because like, well, besides, I mean, even it was whenever, whenever she's making them all have visions, and then he sees it, he knows what she's doing, and so he breaks out and snaps them all out of it, and that's when she says. How long have you had the sight? How long have you had the vision, or whatever she said? Yeah. And then he explains it all his life, or whatever. And it's like, it's like what? Wait, what? No, no push there. Come on. <laughs> so it was just no. There was no lead. And then he gets thrown back by her brother, and comes back as a demigod. He's like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Now was did it? I didn't even think it looked cool, man. I just thought it was lame looking. I thought I thought the the fire thing looked neat. Yeah. But it was just I don't like how thin it was. Yeah, it was like it should have been like kind of, if it was that thin, it should have been like moving. Yeah, it, could, it should have been kind of monstrous looking. Yeah, because it just some looked, capacity looked like sticks on fire. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, it was okay. I and thought it was his cool sacrifice looking, but... was, but it was also the entire movie. He's just like he's like this is not my fight. I don't want any part of this. I'm not going to do it. And then all of a sudden, he's like, "This is my family. I'm going to protect." It. It's like, wait, why? Why now, all of a sudden? Why are you yeah. now going to protect them? I mean, I understand the whole, like, I don't want to fight because I don't want I understood that, but then all of a sudden it was just, just like, it's not my fight. It's not my fight. I'm like, okay. Okay. Um, and then all of a sudden, yeah, it is his fight. And he's yeah, gonna... I just, I like when he, I don't know. I, I think it was cool when, when Deadshot was pushing him. Yeah, that was, was like, cool. rawr. And then <laughs> like, he's like, no hard feelings. I just want to get you there. Yeah, uh, that was kind of neat, but then... But, yeah, he did... But then he goes back again, we're like, I don't want to hurt people. Like, you just did, just do it, get it over. But he, They're not even people at this point. Yeah, they're not. And that's the thing, though, he was a good character with potential to be really cool. Yeah. And I'm not sure what universe he's really in, which character he's really I a part of. I forget, I'll have to look it up. Um, I'd lean more towards probably, like, uh, Wonder Woman, honestly, is what I would think, but I have yeah, no I'm fucking clue. Sure. Um, um, but, I'll tell you one of my favorite parts of the entire movie, what's just, that? just so we can talk about it. Um, the first time you see the, the creatures at the very end of that fight with Deadshot yeah where it's just like 
bang, 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 like he drops it and uses the pistols on his hands. Just like all the all the the army guys are just waiting. That was, was like, yeah, that was my absolute favorite. That was I think honestly my favorite shit. part of the entire movie was yeah the the scene basically what it is is this entire time Rick Flag is like you you're gonna cut and run whenever you know things get uh, the shit gets deep and you're you're only gonna protect yourself. You're not a soldier. You don't you're not a fighter. And, uh, and then when it comes down to it and all oh, these things are fucking coming, he walk, he's up there with Rick Flag whenever it starts and he starts shooting at him. And then all of a sudden he's on top of a cop car, fucking taking aim, killing every single one of them, yeah, you know, nuts. living up to his name, dead shot. He's killing every single one of them. And the cops are starting, like they're taking aim to shoot and then the things die anyways. And they just put down their guns and just watch as, and it's a cool shot too, because it's just a heroic dead shot on the roof taking aim and stuff like that just from the back it was so fucking cool it's so good and that's a yeah Will Smith uh, I I was wondering how he was going to handle being in an ensemble movie again because let's face it he is one of the biggest if not the biggest actor in the world yeah and so for an actor like him to be like part of a cast like a, a group an ensemble it's crazy so you kind of wonder how how well he's going to play with everybody how his chemistry is going to work but the one thing i tend to forget apparently is how charming and lovable will smith is there's no movie i've ever seen him in where i'm like i fucking hate that guy he is incredible in whatever he does and this movie is no different he was a perfect floyd lawton he was he was awesome and he played the the family man part perfectly which he always does and, yeah and i love the ending with his daughter talking about like the bullet drop yes that <laughs> I was, was like, hilarious. oh my god she's doing like a geometry and um they're talking about you know you know uh, angles and stuff like that and so then she starts relating it to taking a shot from a hill and how the you know stuff like that and he's, he's got to take in this in effect with this in effect and i was like jesus it was cool it was really you just can't help but to love him and uh I thought he did. Uh, I I would argue and say he did the best in the movie. Yeah, I think so too. Um, he had he had to me like really good jokes to begin with, uh, but he had really good chemistry lines with and everybody. Points. Yeah, and I, I liked his points too. Like it was he was just like you can see him making decisions based off his family. Yeah, like it's not about him; it's about his daughter. Exactly, all the way about his daughter. And then at the end, it's about the group. And it was cool. They kind of set up a part whenever Harley's talking about, have you ever asked him, have you ever been in love? And he was like, no, I don't love. You don't kill as many people as I've killed and feel something like love. And they set that up. And she's, and then she's just like another run-of-the-mill sociopath and walks off. And they set that up, and at the end, you re- I mean, you, I mean, you know it kind of throughout the whole movie, but they set that up, and at the end, you get the payoff of like, He's doing it for his daughter. Yeah. He loves his daughter. He loves her more than anything. So he's not a sociopath. Um, and he kind of is, but uh, he did um, a fantastic job. And right next to him, as far as how great they did, was Margot Robbie. She was phenomenal. I've always said that whenever they made, if they were ever do a live action Harley Quinn, my pick had always been Mila Kunis. Yeah. Uh, and that was more because I mean, she's a good actress, but it, to me, it, it was always her look and her kind of personality kind of fit. She's always kind of came off kind of bubbly and 
and, and cutesy, and she had the look. If she died, were to dye her hair, um, but she had the look of a Harley Quinn. I thought she would have worked very well. But then there's Margot Robbie. Yeah, she was so good. I I was very happy with how well she did. It um, didn't surprise me really because I I've seen her in a lot of stuff, so I know how well how good of an actress she is. Yeah. Um. But uh, it it did my heart good to see a. A relatively proper Harley Quinn, yeah. in live action, and she was fun. Like, Absolutely, even in the prison cell, she was fucking fun. She was, and like menacing, like adorable and like terrifying at the same time. Exactly, like, she was sitting there like when they when they came in, and she had the thing she pulled out, and she started trying to stab the guy. I was like, oh my god, this is perfect. Um, she, she, yeah, she was incredible. Um, I don't think anybody, who else in the cast are we missing anybody. Oh, oh, um, Clint Eastwood's son. Oh yeah, Scott Eastwood. Now there's a lot of there was a lot of rumors built leading up to who he actually was. Now I'm not sure if it's been confirmed. My uh, my homeboy here is going to look it up for me here and see if he's actually listed if they've actually listed what the character's name is because the character name they gave I don't think I think it was like GQ Edwards I think that was a fake fucking name because it sounds like a fake fucking name it does kind of sound like a fake fucking name um, now here's what Lieutenant GQ Edwards that's not that can't be it um, now I think and it seems a lot of people think so as well I think that he's playing Roy Harper yeah, I mean, that's possible. Because he has an Arsenal cannon tattooed on his arm. Yeah. Which leads you to believe that's... They, he doesn't have that tattoo in real life. They added that. There's a reason they added that. It has to be because he's Arsenal. I was waiting for a moment. I thought I thought Killer Croc was going to tear off his arm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought as soon as they tear off his arm, that's, it, that's who it is. They never did. Now... Um, I mean, I guess he could still be anybody else, but to me, it it, it seems to lean towards Arsenal. Agreed. Um, I can't think of who else. I mean, I like the rumor that it was Dick Grayson. Yeah, that was kind of... But it also, I mean, doesn't, I he, had, uh, he had a friendship, like a very clear friendship with uh, Rick Flagg. So I can't imagine that they had, you know, they knew each other for very long. If... if Bruce had sent in Dick Grayson undercover to see what was going on. Him and Rick Flagg wouldn't have been as close as they seemed to be in the movie. So I, yeah. I have to lean towards it's just an alternate take of Roy Harper. Yeah. Um, which also means that Green Arrow is part of this universe somewhere. Hopefully. If we actually get to see him, it'd be nice. Which also means that we won't see Stephen Mel as a Green Arrow. Probably not. Which, I mean... Which, maybe we're going to see Matt Damon as the Green Arrow. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'm so for Matt Damon. Let's put him in everything. Dude. I don't give a fuck. I love what he's Matt in. Damon. He's awesome. I love Matt Damon. Um, I guess we could talk about Affleck and Ezra. Yeah, they have little cameos in it. Uh, oh, Batman! Affleck has more than a cameo. Yeah, he's he, pretty. He's he's pretty kind of a co-star. Uh, but he he did really good. I mean, as, as I expected from yeah. seeing him in BBS, like he did a good job playing the character. I liked. Uh, and the only thing that threw me off was the fucking CPR scene, essentially. 
Yeah, that it was weird. It was and, very peculiar. And I don't really story. like that Joker just left Harley. Like, bye. And that's a, see, that's but it kind of goes into a psychi- the psychopath style. But it doesn't. It also doesn't explain like his love of the character. Apparently, in this version of the movie, but that showed was more telling of the abusive relationship where he yeah. doesn't give a fuck about her. Ultimately, you you could argue and say that he knew that if he was in the car. That he would get captured. Yeah. So but he, he always escapes anyways. Oh, so he bailed to save her later. Yeah, maybe, I guess. So you could, you could argue that. But still, I understand. Like, I agree, though. Like, that's the kind of, like, the abusive side. Like, he's going to let her take the hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I just... It threw me off. Batman saves her. Fine. I get, yeah, that's fine. He saves her. He's going to take her back and, and take her to Arkham. He, he, I assume he goes in for CPR. That's when it looks... It's, well... It looks like they just start <clears throat> making out. Yeah, and that's just, weird to me. Because like, he looks at her, he lays her down, looks at her. I don't know what he does. He looks at her and leans in like he's, and what I have to assume is CPR, but it looks like he's just going like, he's like, I can't take it anymore. I've got to. It's Margaret Robbie. I've got to tongue fuck her mouth. But like, because <clears throat> he didn't, he, to me, like didn't really check for breathing. No, he just looked at her and it was, I mean, I, I trust me, if I, if she was laying there and I saw Margaret Robbie and I was like, I can't help, I gotta give her this. Yeah. Pretty much, I but, get it. But I, I yeah. But it was very peculiar. It, the it cut was, was weird. Yeah, the angle of the shot was weird. Like I know what they're doing. I know he was going for CPR, but he, the way it was cut, it was like, oh, what the, oh. yeah. Because I was like, what the, f- why? <laughs> it's just. But again, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just the way it was angled. Uh, but it, I'll tell you what, and I hate using this word. I hate it to death. But I fucking squeed whenever uh, Batman sw- uh, swept into the dead shot uh, backstory. Oh yeah. Oh, so I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, we're seeing dead shot in Batman. Oh my god, I was so fucking happy. I could not. I was like, (laughs) it was so good too. Oh yeah, I I love that whole scene. It's heartbreaking and awesome. Exactly. It was. It was. Oh man, it was so cool. And then the scene we all saw, which was the you know him chasing Joker, and then he's also in the mid credit scene now. For those wondering, there is no post-credit scene. There is a mid-credit scene. Correct. Uh, the mid-credit scene I thought was kind of cool. It does help build towards um, Justice, Justice League. League. It shows him kind of where he gets They mention it actually throughout in the beginning of the movie. Whenever she's saying that they're not, she's not the only one hunting metahumans. So you're kind of led to believe that oh, she knows Batman is looking for him as well. Now... Um, uh, that's what the whole thing is. She's worried about midway the Midway City event, which is what they're calling it, which is the the quote unquote plot of the movie. Um, so he says, "Well, consider yourself under my protection." And um, so he's like, "Do you have what I asked for?" And she hands him a file. It's filled with metahumans. You know, first page I think is um, uh, might, I think it might be um. Diablo or... Uh, yeah, it's one of the Suicide Squad members. One of the Suicide Squad members and then he flips page and there's Ezra Miller as the Flash. Yep. And, and so it's... Aquaman. Yeah, and then so it's a... it's a On all metahumans that they've found, it's what the files are so he can keep track of them and find them. Um, I thought... I it's liked, kind of neat. That way you see how he gets the information. Like, yeah. yeah, he is a detective but he also just... He has to get the information somehow. Now, there are a lot of people that are like, God, does anybody not know his secret identity in, in the movies? But Amanda Waller knew knew Bruce Wayne was Batman in the comics as well. So it's not... I mean, that's just what it is. It kind of shows her power. She knows. Um, which I think is... 
really important as well for the character that she knows. I also kind of think it's important that Lex Luthor might know, kind of show his intellect, but even then, I wish we just would have known how the fuck he found out. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, um, but the, the rest of the scene, it goes um, basically... He gets the file, he gets it to walk away, and she says something very snide to him where it's like, she's like, you look tired, Mr. Wayne, maybe you should stop working nights. And then he turns back to her and says, you need to shut it down or me and my friends will. And it's like, fuck yeah! I was so ecstatic about that because I was just, I was like, ah, Ben Affleck is a great Batman. He is. Uh, He's a great Bruce Wayne, too. He is. He is the perfect combination. Yeah. This year, we've got we got the perfect Spider Man Peter Parker combination, yep. and the perfect Bruce Wayne Batman combination in a very bad Batman Superman movie. <laughs> um, so so I'm not gonna lie, when they announced Ezra Miller, I was kind of underwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. Um, saw him in the BBS cameo. Still not so happy. Yeah, about wasn't it. super happy about it. Saw him in the, the Justice League trailer. Happier about happier it. Happier about it. Saw him in the suit portraying playing Barry Allen, Flash. I liked it. I'm I'm happy with it now. Uh, I like the way the suit looks. Yep. I like the way the the like his, his attitude, his mannerisms. It's perfect. Like him, him just like the lightning is a little much. I think. Yeah, but I'm okay with it. I can I can deal with it. It's not, it doesn't um, it's doesn't not kill the worst it. thing. For yeah. Me. Uh, I, I kind of hope they tone it down when there's everyone on on stage because you know, it's gonna be stage. a little bit too much. Because like if if Batman, I also wish it was yellow. Woman, yeah, because what is it blue? Yeah, right now like is it hard to make it blue? Is it why why you didn't or I mean, was it hard to make it yellow? Why don't they make it yellow? That's unless what, unless they're taking this as like later, like he's older and so he's just, going faster. But I, I don't guess. like it. They should make it yellow. Anyways. I see no actual reason why it has to be blue, other than they're just making it blue. They're trying to make it darker. <laughs> so Fuck blue it. instead of yellow. Thank you, Snyder. Yeah. So hopefully they they but they do it right. But um, I like his mannerisms, like him standing in that hallway and talking to Boomerang. Yeah. Like his whole like holding stuff up. His like his. It's hard to explain, but like his head movements. Yeah. Like, with his arm movements was perfect. Like it's exactly how Barry Allen would act. Yeah. Like, the, the whole body language is perfect. So. He's kind of, you know, honestly, he, he, to me, like the definitive Barry Allen is Grant Gustin and he's matching it. He's matching the yeah. style. Um, um, I mean, the little differences in the Justice League trailer, we see differences in the character themselves, but like the mannerisms, it seems like he, as, as the Flash anyways, it seems he's got that kind of same swag. I hate that fucking word. God damn it. <laughs> There's two words in a row you hate. Uh, but yeah, I think they, they, they're both, I think they both do a great job. Absolutely. Grant's, Grant's better to me just Grant's, because we've seen more of them. But, exactly. I mean, Ezra could do a phenomenal Would it be hard to just have him in the fucking movies? Yeah. Really? But, <sighs> I mean, Ezra Miller could do phenomenal and then like, I'd be like, dude, Ezra do way better. But yeah. I doubt it. But, <laughs> never. But like, he could do a really good job and I'll be happy with him. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I'll have a movie flash and then a TV show flash and I'll be happy. But yeah, Ezra Miller, he, I'm, I'm not upset with him anymore. I'm not upset. I, I, I wasn't upset with him. I was upset with his casting. Um, I mean, I was happy for him. Ah, yeah, yeah, Because yeah, I yeah. like him as an actor. So Absolutely. I want him to get roles. I just didn't see the Barry Allen no. in him. But, but I see it more now. But he, I, he's, Yeah, he's proved it. I'm okay with it. Because like at first, like, I think it's just because I was looking at him from Person Being a Wallflower. 
Mm-hmm. It's trying to get like flash out of that. I'm like, no. He wasn't working. Because the hair is too much. I, I know it's stupid. It's aesthetic. But his hair is too much. When they got it cut, like it's short in Justice League trailer. Yeah. It was long in Batman v Superman. It though, was. But it's, I don't know. I guess whatever. But eh, He cut his hair. He cut his hair. <laughs> It happened, but it looks it looks really cool. So the suit looks good. Everything looks good. I just like I said, I don't know hundred percent how it's gonna be yet, but it looks good. Um, so how I much? Think that's all the actors. How much? How much money did this movie make um, uh, uh, worldwide so far in the first weekend? Rather, I guess is what we're looking at. I think. Uh, I think. Um, oh, was okay. yeah. I put it in the notes. Uh, yeah. It, it made I think two hundred and sixty-seven million dollars. Yeah, in its first weekend. First weekend, uh, which is kind of it seems like the fans slapping the critics in the face. Yeah, well, because, I mean, and I think regardless of what the critics gave it, people were going to see this movie. Absolutely, because I don't know. People, as a fan, people didn't go see Batman v Superman. Yeah, people stopped going to see that movie. Yeah, but I think it's because the fans know what this movie's going to be. Yeah. Like BVS was kind of a, a toss up, and I think it could have been fans really serious, it. or it could have been a Marvel movie. I think people are. I think people have accepted like, well, it's gonna be better than Batman v Superman. So, yeah. well, and I think a lot. I think a lot of people know like, okay, well, critics are gonna hate it because it's not meant to be a good, like a good cinematic experience as far as like filmmaking aspect. Right. It's meant to be a popcorn movie. Absolutely, and fans know that, but critics critics don't critics play on have that. to watch it. And I, this is my problem, which is funny thinking about the fact that I have a review show that I do, um, and yeah, you know, our friend Joey has it as well, has one as well uh, that he does. But it's critics are jaded and irritate the fuck out of me because they always watch the movie, and it's obviously I understand why they watch it critically. You know what I mean. They're they going in looking for things to tear apart. Exactly. They don't watch a movie. They don't see a movie as it is. They have to, and they have to. This is their job. They have to pick it apart. They have to find the the faults in it, the bad storytelling, the bad script, uh, any bad performances like Cara Delevingne's. Um, they have to find it, and they have to talk about it. Now, the only problem I have is that not many of them found the good in it that there was. It was a fun adventure getting to a shitty story. Yeah. And that that's what the whole thing in the movie was. That's why it worked so much. It was a mess of a movie. Yeah. But it was a fucking blast. Yeah. It was so much fun. And I have absolutely no regrets of seeing this movie. And I will buy it as soon as it comes out. Whatever version they release. Agreed. Um, Blu-ray. Uh, <laughs> of some type there was a yeah and <laughs> well minus I'm not buying the collector's editions why because it's a lot of money how much is it 120 fuck them it comes because it comes with like a, a the big old statues like fuck them six, still that's how much they cost though that's stupid like the ones at GameStop you see in, yeah. in the case I guess but fuck them that's... They're, they're that kind of statue and there's two of them there's a Deadshot one and a Harley Quinn one and I would love to get the Harley Quinn one. I'd rather get the Joker one if they have one. Yeah. But it's like a hundred something, I think. I mean, to be fair, those those statues usually cost about 120 Yeah. So you, essentially, you're getting the movie for free. But uh, I, I forget how much it costs, but I remember looking it up, and it was just like, I was like, ah, I'm okay. It's, um, I mean, there's also, a, a, yeah, yeah I want, I'm curious how David Ayer feels now. 
his whole fuck Marvel oh, yeah. quote, which was him actually respond, not really responding, but uh, mimicking a fan in the in the crowd yelling fuck Marvel. And he's like, yeah, fuck Marvel. And um, it <laughs> it seems silly looking at it now with how, how bad critics have kind of shit all over it. Uh, but Joe Caseta also uh, commented on that. He, he released a tweet about it, about what he said. And it was something uh, akin to um, uh, cut cut David Ayers a break. It was in the heat of the moment. It was all in good fun or something like that. Yeah. And uh, he said, uh, he said, he said, looking, quote unquote, looking forward to seeing Suicide Squad. Good luck, David. Um which seems like he's obviously taking the high road because that was kind of a silly thing for David Ayer to say. Yeah. Know? That's... <laughs> but it... Um, Just so dumb. And uh, it, it really seems uh Jared Leto was kind of pissed off. Oh, yeah. About... Um, uh, fans were too. Fans were mad because, too. Because, I mean, I don't agree with it. I think fans were mad because Jared Leto was mad. Yeah. Because he... Because the fans he, were talking about... like there's, I was reading I'm sure you have too. People talk about suing... Yes. Which is fucking dumb. Fuck them. Sue a movie. If you're going to sue a movie over missing stuff that you expected to see in the trailer, then you need to sue Paranormal Activity 3. Yeah. That movie, oh, that movie pissed me off. It literally, not one scene from the trailer, not one was in the final movie. Not one. I walked out of theater with my wife. Uh, I was like, where did they pull the footage from for the trailer? Did they shoot exclusively for the trailer? Apparently, the trailer was exclusive. It was... I was so pissed off about it. I don't know why it makes me so mad. It doesn't make me mad enough to sue, because I think that's retarded. It's dumb. Um, but no, what did uh, Jared Leto say about... Uh, what was his quote? I can't remember. It was uh, very snarky. Um, why won't let me go? Um, it was... Um, here, I got it. Give me a second. Here we go. Um, were there any that didn't get cut? I'm asking you, were there any that didn't get cut? There were so many scenes that got cut from the movie, I couldn't even start. I think that the Joker, we did a lot of experimentation on the set. We explored a lot. There's so much that we shot that's not in the film. If I die anytime soon, it's probably likely that it'll surface somewhere. That's the good news about the death of an actor, is all that stuff seems to come out. I'm very morbid. Damn. Um, <laughs> and he does seem pretty pissed off about that. About them cutting so much out. But like he said, there was a lot of experimentation of finding the Joker. Which is why I think in the future the Joker is going to be much better. Because now they know where they're going with it. They know what they want to do and how they want to play the character. So I think it will be better in the end. So, I mean, a lot of stuff might be useless. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. different takes on the character. You don't want to put a, you don't want to put a whole lot into the movie where you can see a transformation of a character. Yeah. You know, or an actor into the character. And this is another thing I, I want to bring up. Um, I've always thought, and I'm sure it's a, it's a mutually shared opinion um, between amongst most fans of any movie. Um, the mark of a, re- of a truly great performance is when you no longer see that actor. And I'm, I'm not talking like figuratively. I mean, literally, you can't see... You don't know, okay, you don't know Heath Ledger is playing the Joker. If you didn't know Heath Ledger is playing the Joker, you wouldn't know that was Heath Ledger. Yeah. If you didn't know Christian Bale 
was playing Dickie Eklund in The Fighter, you wouldn't know that was Christian Bale. Yeah. Because he does so good, he loses himself. He literally lost himself. I, I don't see that very often anymore. Not a lot of actors do it. And I didn't, and as much as I hate saying it, Jared Leto didn't lose himself. I saw Jared Leto playing the Joker. Yeah. All the way through. Um, Maybe if he's had more scenes and more time, yeah. it's possible. I, can, I think I think the cl- only person in the movie that got close to doing that, I think I think Viola Davis. I, I didn't. I mean, I knew it was her, obviously, but it, yeah, she was. She played does just such a good part. I don't. I don't really know. Margot Robbie. Close. Margot Robbie probably lost herself a bit more. Um, again, I was, yeah, it was but, like her, her was, dead shot. But I was gonna say, but I can't. It's hard to not see Will Smith. I was gonna say it's. <laughs> Especially when an actor gets so big, that's what that's what worked that's with Heath problem. Ledger and yeah. Heath Ledger and Christian Bale is that while they are very well known actors, they're not well known. For those, Will Smith is known. Well, you know who he is, but he did play that character really. He well. did play so, it very well, so he got close. I think um, I almost kind of lost myself into that character. Like you know, people always talk about how great of an actor um, Tom Hanks is, and I'm not taking anything away from him. He is a fantastic actor. I have literally never seen. I've only seen. Tom Hanks playing characters. Yeah, I've never seen that character. That whatever one. I'm sure the only time. The only time I can say that for sure that I he lost himself in a role. I think would have been um, Philadelphia. I agree with that. Um, Also, that was earlier in his career too. So there's a couple movies where where I feel like he's close. Uh, I don't know the top of my head which ones I want to think of, but. Maybe Castaway. Yeah. But even then, it's... It still feels like Tom Hanks. Yeah. Denzel, I'm excited to see Sully. Sully looks good. He, he, I feel like that's that's a role for And him. you know what? And Michelle didn't under, you didn't really understand why I was excited. Clint Eastwood is directing Tom Hanks. Yeah. That's fucking cool. That's insane. Um, Let's just go ahead and give them the award now. I know. It's, that's what we were joking about <laughs> in the theater. We were like... Because we saw the trailer and we are like... Well, there goes the Oscar. <laughs> that's the Oscar right there. Yep, it's Tom over. Hanks just won one and the movie won one. So it's that's it. Yeah, the Tom Hanks, Clint Eastwood both won. Um, yeah. <laughs> this, both just won, a, won an Oscar. It's going to happen. I can already tell you right now. I'm excited for that movie too. Just just the basis of the movie too. It looks cool. There's another trailer. So this... this hey, we're getting off topic. Surprise. Um... Uh, there's a, a trailer I saw whenever me and uh, me and Michelle went to go see Ghostbusters. Um, I think it was Ghostbusters. I don't remember. It was a movie. It was a movie we went to go see. Um, but we went to see it, and uh, it was about a kid. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, these people, they're doing a trip to Mars. A woman goes up there, and it turns out she's pregnant. And she gives birth on the space shuttle. Interesting. And then dies. So they have to raise the kid in space and on Mars, up until he's like, you know, thirteen or something like that. They're on they're on Mars Mars for a long time. Yeah, and then they're worried about bringing him home because they think he'll die. He couldn't make the trip physically. It's an understandable worry. But he does. <laughs> but he does make it back there, and you know, he's been apparently space chatting with some girl on Earth, and. Um, or Skyping. I guess you can keep Skyping. I don't know why I said space chatting like I'm a fucking old man. Space chatting. Space chatting. Um, but he, uh, he basically he's talking to some girl from Earth and then he goes off. Like they're trying to keep him in a hospital and he fucking escapes and goes after her and they go on kind of like a road trip to, so he can see the world and then I guess he starts to die and they have to get him up in space. I'm not sure exactly, but the movie looked cool. Gary yeah. Oldman's in it. That's interesting. Um, Sounds interesting. Some kid is in it. I think it's... I think it might I be, love some kid, man. I think it might be Asa Butterfield. Oh, okay. 
Um, I'm not 100%. Um, but the only, thing, to me. only thing I have a problem with that is, is I don't know how an infant's body would react to no weight. That's... Yeah. Which, I mean, I understand that's kind of why he's in the hospital, and that's why he gets sick at the end. Like, yeah. He, fine, but... He's raised in no gravity, and then he's brought... Because his Earth. bones would be completely worthless. Yeah. Like, as a baby, you'd have to exercise. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it would be... Because your muscle mass would just wither yeah. as an infant. It, it, yeah, if you start pulling strings, John... Yeah, I'm, I pull <laughs> strings. That's what I do. You can't no. do that. But it sounds like an interesting movie. It, uh, yeah, so. it's right. it looks interesting. Yeah, I, I could do both. I yeah. pull strings and then still enjoy the movie. <laughs> you pull a string hey. and wear the sweater. Hey, yes. <laughs> I, I pull the string, walk away, and wear at the same time. I am an ultimate Weezer fan. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I do that with everything. Like, I loved Interstellar, and I pulled that movie apart when I watched it. <laughs> no, I don't want to watch it. It's fun. I don't... I, if you don't want to watch it, that's uh, one, it's, I loved it. One, it's hyped up a lot. Yeah. So I have a lot of trouble watching anything that's hyped up. I'm not. I'm not a hipster. I'm not one of those people that is too mainstream. For anything that's too hyped up, I'm not gonna like it. Yeah. Just because it's going to be built up too much for me. Um, I think I've talked about it before on here where uh, Office Space. Oh yeah. I was told several times that that movie was the best comedy ever. No. And I watched it like. It's okay. It's pretty good. I mean, I, I really enjoy it's it. It's funny. But, but, like, when I watched it the first time, my dad was just like, hey, have you seen some Office Space? No? You need to watch this. You need to watch okay. Office Space. That was All it. Right, I'll, so, I'll watch it. But I loved it. I mean, it's, it's not my favorite comedy. But it's but it's, it's fine. It's, it's, it's good. That's serviceable comedy. Uh, Walking Dead. I refused to watch it for a very long time because I think for the first, what were we on? I think four seasons? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I remember I got the first three seasons and brought them over. And, and we watched them. them on Blu-ray, and I think they were on the fourth season, so we, we watched Caught that. Up, yeah. um, but I didn't watch it for a long time because people were, you know, it's the greatest show ever made, and I didn't watch the same thing with Breaking Bad, same thing with Dexter, um, with uh, Game of Thrones, which I'm still I need, I'm still going through it. Yeah. Um, but as it turns out with those shows, they weren't wrong. Those are great shows. Yeah. So I wasn't disappointed in them. But still, I don't like to watch things at the height of their popularity yeah. because I'll end up being disappointed. Yeah. I really do enjoy Interstellar. It's It's got a lot of flaws. Like, it's not... like people, As far as sci-fi movies go, it's very enjoyable. It works really well. But, yeah. Like, I can pull a movie apart for crazy. Like, it's so easy to do because of stuff that happens in it. It's, it's just an easy topic to pull apart. It's it, it it looks like it would be yeah, and also it's a Matthew McConaughey performance. I get he Which, won that he won he did an Oscar. a really good job in that movie. Yeah, um, he, he like he won an Oscar, but let's also not forget he's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, he's done some shitty shit. Oh yeah. Um. So surfer dude. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh. He was in How to Lose a Guy in in however many days. Ten. Ten days. I hate that you know that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't want. I'm not gonna fucking talk. Kate Hudson. I'm not gonna say more about that. Why do you love it? No. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, are we are we gonna have to stop this? <laughs> no. No, but I did see that movie in theaters. Oh, yeah. that's a bummer. Yeah. I you know a movie I, I saw in theaters and I I still I hate it to this day. Mm. Titanic. Yeah. I like it. I hate it. Hate I'm it. I'm not huge on it. Everyone's like, I when I hate I I have a problem whenever a movie um. It's not so much that it it, it uh, profits off of a real life tragedy. I don't have a problem with that. I like to see the story. 
What I hate is whenever they create characters to have a relationship to try to make the tragedy more tragic. More tragic. <laughs> like, I am sure there was a lot more going on in that ship that would have related to a lot of people to make them feel... It would have been really cool to see a Titanic movie where it goes through, like, 10 to 15 different families and their situation during, like, it just cuts back and forth between the families and then, like, them crossing with, with each other. Like, some of the families, like, get together, like... Like, crash. Yeah. But Titanic, you know, that would be fucking fun. You know what would have been a fantastic Titanic movie? If it was all from the view of a family of mice. That'd be cool. Do you get the reference? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what would be, uh, you know be really cool? Is if we watched Titanic from the point of view of the iceberg. Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Ah, oh, 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 damn it. Just, just sitting back like, dude, these come right for us. Like, dude, it's okay, they'll turn. He's fine. They, fine. They're gonna see us. We're fucking huge. Yeah, they're not gonna miss they're us. They're not gonna, they're not, they're not gonna hit us. We're yeah. fine. They're gonna miss us. Just, they need to start turning. Uh-oh. Why aren't they turning? Oh god. Pay attention. Oh shit. Oh god, here we it's go. It's happening. Well, this is it. Oh god. I'm coming, Elizabeth. Ow. <laughs> Boom. Just a simple ow. Ouch. End. <laughs> and periodically, and periodically just, it's chilly out here. <laughs> oh, it's kind of cold. It's kind of cold. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what movie I saw in theaters and thought that maybe I just didn't like it in theaters and I watched it again and still didn't understand. Not that I didn't like the movie. I didn't understand the movie. Lord of the Rings? No. It's going to be a weird movie. You're not going to guess it. And, like, I understand the idea of the movie. R.I.P.D.? No. It's old. I understand. I saw it in Strand. That's how old it is. Gone with the Wind? No. <laughs> but, um, Wait, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 98. Um, so, so, no. Like, I saw the movie in theaters. And it's not like... I don't understand what they were doing. I understand what the movie was trying to do. And I understand the idea of it. It was just... I didn't get it. What they were trying to do. And I watched it again on DVD. Still didn't get it. Forces of Nature... With Sandra Bullock and Ben Affleck? Yes. That, yeah. I, I didn't get it. Like, I, I know movie, it's a chick flick. I know what they're trying to do. That movie is inconsequential to me. I, 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 don't re- I don't recall any part of it. I know. I don't really remember anything. I know what anymore. it is. But it just, that, that's the thing. Is I knew what it was supposed to do. Just I don't know. understand how they tried to get there by doing what they did. I hate Sandra Bullock. That's fine. I like her, but she not in her... I like her in weird movies. Like I like her in Miss Congeniality. That's uh, a fine movie. I have no problem with that movie. Yeah. I like her in The Heat. I enjoy that movie as well. Uh, Window blankets. That made me laugh so fucking hard. Like you wouldn't. Like the whole movie. I like. It's a thing. A lot with with a lot of comedies lately. It seems I'm not really laughing out loud. It's more like, oh, that's funny. You know, it, it, but that like I laughed hysterically yeah. at that because <laughs> he's like, what do you call window blankets? <laughs> you mean curtains? It's yeah, like, I was like, holy fuck, that's hilarious. Um, gravity hated her, hated her in that. Hated I, I didn't like what I watched in the movie. I didn't even watch all of it. That's fine. I don't like her. That's I hate. I, I, I only like that movie because of what it was, the experience, not the movie itself. Because the movie's not that good. Um, but we saw it 3D IMAX. Oh, but that was incredible, though. Amazing. I was just saying, that was incredible. Yeah. Uh, her performance in the uh, Clooney, eh, I knew what they were, I knew what was going to happen. I'm not worried about it. It was just cool to see in theaters because the 3D is used so well. 
It's like with all the shrapnel coming at you. Yeah. Oh my god! Like it was perfect, but the movie itself is just mediocre. Yeah, it was really overrated. You can't. I, I can't watch it. I didn't. I didn't buy it because I can't watch that movie not in IMAX. Like it doesn't make sense to me. I'll tell you what. I hate it, and this is the one. I, it, I don't understand it to this day. It pisses me off. I hate the movie. I hate her performance in it. Uh, the Blind Side. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I have no desire to watch it. I hate it. I have no desire to watch it. And this is the reason. One, to me, it feels like a knockoff Remember the Titans. Yeah. And I don't like her performance in it at all. It's not good. And how she won an Academy Award for that fucking blows my mind. I don't know. I have no idea how. I can't imagine how that fucking meeting went where she even got nominated for it. Other than it was one of those race, uh, uh, race, uh, Oscar bait movies. Yeah. And that's it. But it's the thing. If that's what it is, how did the white blonde haired woman get the Oscar? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I have no desire to watch that movie. It's not good. Yeah. I, if I'll tell you what, honestly, if they really want to pick through there and find somebody to give an Academy Award or at least a nomination besides the kid that it's about, Tim McGraw. Yeah. He did okay in it. He he did better than she did. Nice. Um, I, uh, I've i never liked her, though. I, I like her in Speed. Yeah, I like her in Speed, too. When she was still kind of like America's sweetheart. Yeah. Now she's America's obnoxious pimple. I don't like her. I noticed. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, that was it. There's a few movies with her I like, but it's not really her. It's the movie. Um, she just happens to be in it. 28 Weeks. Did I watch that one? I don't think I watched that one. Someone told me the proposal was good. It's not terrible. Okay, that's fair. But it only works because of Ryan Reynolds. Right, which, of course. <laughs> um, it, but it, it, that movie, uh, Michelle Michelle watches it all the time. She loves that movie. Um, it's really not super terrible. It's 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 pretty entertaining, um, but kind of a forgettable comedy. Okay. Um, the other one she's in that Michelle watches all the time, All About Steve. I have not seen that one. She plays and she plays it pretty well, like the a crazy, crazy chick who's in love with this dude she went on a date with once. Makes sense. And it's Bradley Cooper. Oh, of course. And um, I I haven't even gone on a date with him, and I'm in love with him. Um, no, she, she, that movie's not terrible. I can't watch as much as my wife does. Like, she constantly, like, when we, because every time we eat dinner, we always like, was like, well, what movie are we going to watch? Um, which she wanted to watch, um, I can't remember what, it was a really terrible fucking movie. But we ended up watching it, and I'm like, it's not really, because I made her watch Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Both movies of which she loves. She picks a movie that I hate. And I was like, this this seems unbalanced to me. So now you're gonna watch Fight Club at seven. That's just, that's gonna be the balance right there. But uh, no, she she always suggests at least once. She's like all about Steve. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna watch that again. I, I that's like a once in a year movie. Yeah. If that. The other one is she does also suggest a lot of the proposal. But that movie's on TBS and and stuff all the time. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's on all the time. So she and she watches it when it's on TV. I'm like, you know you own it, right? You don't have to sit through commercials. You just pop the DVD. You in. pop the DVD and, and watch it. And they're not gonna you know cut the commercial longer and cut parts out of the movie. It's you're gonna watch it straight fucking through. <laughs> Save yourself about twenty minutes. Exactly. <laughs> oh, um, that's awesome. 
But yeah, so Suicide Squad, not a bad movie. Yeah, it was it was pretty pretty good. Um, uh, don't go in for heavy story. Yeah, you don't go in there go in for with a heavy action. story. It's a popcorn movie. Uh, don't don't look at it as and actually Joey, our friend Joey, uh, brought this up to us and. Um, and I agree with him. We weren't going in there expecting the Citizen Kane of comic book movies. Yeah. Now, we had a discussion in the car. We never really completed the discussion. I, I wanted to know what you thought. Uh, well, that's what I think. What is... <laughs> fuck you. What is the Citizen Kane of comic book movies? Now, whenever I think Citizen Kane... I know what you mean by it. I don't mean what's your favorite. I mean, what is legitimately the best, in your opinion, the best comic book movie out there? As far as the way the characters are developed, adapted, the way the storyline plays out, it's probably Winter Soldier. Because I agree with Joe. I was talking to him about it a while back. And that's probably the one I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, I mean, there's a couple other ones that are really good, too. I mean, one, it's definitely a Marvel movie. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Is Being for Vendetta. Fuck. <laughs> Whenever I'm thinking comic book movie, I mean, what? at least what I'm going for, whenever I, my choice, and I, I'm having a lot of trouble with it, it's why I'm stalling, yeah. um, is what makes me feel the most like I'm watching a comic book movie. I don't want... Whenever I'm watching a comic book movie, yes, it's cool whenever, like in Winter Soldier, you're lost in the... Whole, like it's it can work as a movie. You don't need Captain America to further further it along. But I want to feel like this is a comic book movie. This would work if they were to novelize it in a comic book instead. It would work, frame per frame. Mm, in my head, I I want to say it's one of two. Either. The obvious choice, which most people currently will go for, Civil War, I think feels more like a comic book movie than any previous. Yeah. Except for the one that I'm leaning more towards, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. That's, that's probably my second. That one to me. And yes, that movie does have flaws. Watching, oh, yeah. I, I watch it for the umpteen time. And every I'll tell time, you what, like looking back at Civil War, there's, there's things about it that... It's not as great as everybody thought it was. Yeah, and it's, it's I mean, a great it's movie. Fucking amazing, but but especially like so. I read the book right before I saw it, and right. I'm not trying to compare the movie to the book. I'm not going to do that because that's just stupid. Yeah. Um, but I see moments where they adapted from the comic book to the movie, mm-hmm. and then I see moments where they were like, "Let's just do the opposite." Because, like, the conflict in the comic book is different than the conflict in the movie. And, it's, I mean, it's the same idea. But, and the only way I can explain it is, like, in the comic book, I support Iron Man. I'm trying to think if I think that's right. Yes. Uh, and in the movie, I was more supporting Cap. And it's because of the wording in the, in the movie. Because in the comic book, all they're trying to do is get their information and leave it for the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. It's not for public. Right. I mean, but it's accessible to government if something happens. But S.H.I.E.L.D. has control of it. 
Yeah, that's at least how I read it. Um, in the movie, it's just like, hey, you sign this stuff, and it's public knowledge. That I understand, because there's people who have family. But there's also, in the comic book, you have to look at it at, at that time. Now, like, I didn't read a whole lot up until that point. But at that time, S.H.I.E.L.D. was not looked at as a heroic yeah. team. They weren't, a, they were, Maria Hill was kind of a villain. Yeah. Um, well, that's, and, and that, well, that kind of And goes, that's kind of what makes you lean, that's what's supposed to be the conflict is that I can see Cap's side and I can see Tony's side. Yeah. Um, Very much I so. see it both in um, in Civil War the movie. Yeah, I see, I see Cap's side, but I do lean more towards um, Tony's side because he's not wrong. No, they're a dangerous group of people. Yeah, they need governed. Um, so I get that, so, but yeah, it, it is. There are points in the movie where it's like I just hate. Fuck it, let's go the other way because I just hated it. It was just like. They can't go do what they want to like. They can't go save the people they need to go save without going through hoops, and I hate that because the comic book. That's also kind of the point. Which yeah, it just builds the conflict. Now in the comic book, I guess spoilers. (laughs) It's been out long enough. I think we have time to read it. Um, But like at the end, the idea was the the idea that they made was that Stark gets all them to sign up for the 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 record, whatever it was called, Sokovia. Wait, in the movie? No, in the... Oh, that was the... the um, I forget what it's called. The Registration Act. Yeah, Registration Act. Uh, and then the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. has all that information. Right, yeah. But the the deal that he has, he made was that he becomes leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. So he gets all that information. So it's so protected. Exactly. Tony's in charge of it. Yeah. He already knows most of the information. It's like he knows half of them, if not more than half it's of them, just already. That he controls it. Yeah, and he does still. I mean, ultimately, the the registration goes into effect, and there are the secret or the secret Avengers, or uh, how how they put it. I think it's called the secret Avengers. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what they're leaning towards in the movies. I think that's what they're going to go with. Yeah. Next is they're going to have like the secret Avengers, quote unquote. Um, but yeah, I, I would honestly, I'd lean more towards Civil War, I mean, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. as, it's, as... It's my second. As the Susan Kane of comic book movies, just because it feels more like a comic book movie. And while it does have its flaws, like um, uh, Ronan the Accuser is kind of a weak villain. Yeah. Um, it's an incredible adventure. Yeah, it is. And everything else will play perfectly. Even Lee Pace is uh, Ronan is fantastic. Yeah. And I put this on my Facebook, and apparently I thought... I had just discovered something cool that I never noticed before. And now I really just kind of feel like a fucking fool because I didn't notice it earlier because I did a quick Google search after this and found out that there were a couple people who had mentioned it as well. Um, there's a throw or what appears to be a throwaway line in the movie towards the beginning when they get captured where uh, uh, Star-Lord says, what's with giving tree over here? <clears throat> And so you're like, ha, 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 another throwaway non... Which is some of the best parts of the movie is the throwaway lines that are yeah, just, really mean nothing. You know, uh, like whenever he says, like, if she had a black light, this would look like a, Jack, uh, a Pollock painting or whatever he says. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, he says it. So you're like, you're like, ha, ha, ha. But then as you watch the movie and it progresses, you realize Groot is the giving tree. That's exactly what it is. Whenever yeah. the little girl's begging, he gives her a flower. To to make to brighten her day. Whenever they need light, he gives light. Whenever you know the the ship is coming down, he sacrifices himself to protect everybody else. 
He is the giving tree. It was incredible that that's that's yeah. why he's such a great character, and that's why that's such a perfect film to me, because I I don't know. It, it was incredible, and he, every time I watch, I still get teary eyed yeah. whenever he sacrifices himself. Whenever Rocket is crying, when a computerized raccoon is crying because a tree is dying to save his friends, I get teary eyed. That to me is the mark of really great writing. Oh yeah. And I, that, to me, that's the Citizen Kane of uh, comic book movies. Um, I think I think I, I I might speak for John on this one for our suggestion for this episode. Sure. Go watch Suicide Squad. Do it. Go watch it. Give it a shot. Uh, let us know if you love it or if you hate it. Uh, tell us why. You can comment. Uh, uh, well, you can't really comment on SoundCloud or on iTunes because, fuck it, iTunes is not working for whatever reason. i got to figure <laughs> that out. Because it's Apple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, email us though. Uh, this is fearlessproductions at gmail.com. Uh, tweet at us at the Hierophant11 or the J's1113. And that's our Twitter handles. Or come visit us on, on Facebook. You can come to Fearless uh, Fearless Productions on Facebook or visit me, Jake Overton. And uh, John, if you want to give your last name out, go ahead. Uh, if not, don't. It's 11. Like the movie. Lucky number eleven. Yeah, that's how I. That's how I thought of you every time I. That's how I talk I'm about Josh you. Hartnett. <laughs> <laughs> I look like that, ladies. Just so you know. <sighs> Don't let his Facebook profile picture. It's just it's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever reason. Actually, my Facebook profile picture is not very easy to see. So no, it's not. It's just you doing something. I don't even know what it is. Oh, it, we were uh, me and my buddy Chris uh, Haggy. We were at we were in Chicago. So that's Millennium Millennium Bridge. Mm. by Lane Park. They have, uh, the best way I can describe their scales, but they're metal pieces that go down the sides of them. And I was bored. We were just hanging out. And I'm like, I'm going to slide down it. So I jumped over the side of the bridge and slid down it. And I was trying to get back up. And I, I was like running, trying to get up this slick metal incline and got about three-fourths of the way up and couldn't reach it. And so, Chris like reaches out and I'd run up again and jump up and grab his arm like an action movie and my friend uh, who we went to go visit Mallory she took a picture of us like right before we grabbed hands yeah. I think it's time for you to update your picture though that's been your picture for like the past three years yeah it has it, longer than that probably um, honestly that's probably been up there for five to eight really I fluctuate with my, with my pictures one I, I very rarely put an actual picture of myself like a regular picture of myself anymore uh, the one I have presently is my most current picture because it was with my buddy Joseph, um, who I did a podcast with on here, uh, Jake and Joseph discuss Batman v Superman. Um, but we went camping and that was a picture of us, uh, camping. So that's the most current, most regular picture, but he's still more on the frame than I am, uh, because he's better to look at than I am. Um, but usually I go with uh, his wife actually did a Photoshop manipulation to make me look like I was in Fight Club. And then I also have um, Roger from American Dad. That's usually my profile picture. Um, but yeah, I don't. Um, that's not here or there. Come visit us at Twitter. Uh, the Higher Fence 11, JD713. Uh, write us an email. Let us know what you think of the show, what you hate about it, what you love about it. Tell us what you thought about Suicide Squad at this is fearlessproductions at gmail.com. And yes, I did literally just forget what the email was. <laughs> That's why there was a stall there. Uh, this is fearlessproductions at gmail.com. This has been Jake. 
I'm John. What were we talking about? <laughs>